Hey y'all, welcome to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful with three L's. And I am ace with an A, a C, and an E. We invite you to join us bi-weekly as we discuss topics such as pop culture, relationship dynamics, date night activities, and maybe even a little flag football. Discover how we nurture our growing relationship with intentional activities, questions, love, and service. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen or check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And now on to the show. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Together Real Bad. Real Bad. And I am beautiful. And I'm Ace. And this, this is, is us. Oh, oh <laughs> close enough. Okay, okay, okay. Close, okay. Enough. close enough. So what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Yeah. I like to hear that. We hear it every night. I do? I mean, we talk. We do talk every <laughs> night. We do talk every we night. Do. We do. We do. Te- we check in with each other um, when you get off work and stuff. So that's very true. Yeah. It's very true. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was non-eventful, which is fine. Uh, we had flag football. We won. I don't know about y'all. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we won, uh, which puts us uh, in the playoffs. So that is cool. Um, and that was about it for the weekend. For the week, um, I worked an event for three days straight mm. in downtown Chicago, what, which was... What, uh, which business? B&N. It's like a design firm. They do... No, which one of your business? That's oh. great. Okay. Whoever B&N okay. is. Okay. The, the mobile cotton candy business. Okay. It was a cotton candy activation for a company called B&N, which is a design firm. They Where are they do. Based out of? Uh, they're based out of California, and they have an office in New York. Um, and they do office furniture. No, they do retail furniture, but they were breaking into the office furniture space, so they needed like some sort of activation to get people from the um, neocon convention and design week to like come into the space and see some of their um, retail work. Mm-hmm. Or retail furniture, I should say. And um, pretty good. I think they were pleased. So it's pretty cool. It rained the second day. Mm. Cotton candy and rain do not mix. <laughs> well, cotton candy and rooftops don't mix. Either. <laughs> and that's where I was. Oh, man. Oh, you were on the rooftop. Yes. How'd that go? Um, It was wet. <laughs> it was wet and miserable. <laughs> When I'm you sorry, have to you. work in a rooftop. I mean, the only reason why I still had to work in a rooftop compared to my um, colleagues is because I was working an event. Okay. And we asked the host if they wanted to move the party inside. They mm-hmm. declined. So we were still outside and um, it was freezing cold. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, you know, mm-hmm. and every now and then it would drizzle like you always you would feel a drop. And here I am carrying food around and drinks and stuff like that. The Lord is just crying over the plate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that part wasn't fun, but um, the money was. So. Period. Per. Yeah. So we caught up on Ultimatum. We did. We finished yes, watching it. We did. 
And it was very interesting. Man. So what were your thoughts about the finale? I was super surprised that Yoli did not pick Xander. I was disappointed. Not surprised. I was disappointed. Were you? Yes. What's the disappointment? The disappointment is that we saw the chemistry on on TV. Yeah. Right. We saw what they had and that it was genuine and that they were great for each other. Yeah. And to not be able to see that play out and them finally end up together in the end sucked, especially considering, you know, when after we found out that Yoli said yes to her, to Mal, she cheated right before they went on the show. It made sense as to why Mal was was okay with whatever Yoli had going on mm-hmm. because it was almost like, man, I, I, mean, I owe her one type of thing. And when you, where did you find out this information about her cheating? This is this wasn't on the show, was it? Did I miss something? I, I think they talked about it maybe a little bit in mm. in the reunion. Mm. I could be wrong. Okay. But I found out I think I found out on TikTok maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, juicy. <laughs> so I was I was really excited to finish to finish um the last couple of episodes because I had to find out like how everything ended up. All right. Um, so yeah, I believe I found out on social media that she cheated on her. Stay your ass off social media. I know. I tried. I tried. I tried, but it didn't work out too well. It didn't, it didn't ruin too much for me. Okay. So that's fair. Yeah. Any other surprises or disappointments? Um, Xander and Vanessa, I wasn't surprised by them. Oh, breaking up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, that I wasn't, wasn't a surprise. That needed to happen big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam and Aussie with the with the bait and switch. <laughs> what? Because she was talking about some damn rock that oh. <laughs> <laughs> that meant something to her and all that kind of stuff. And then there was a long pause. <laughs> Dramatics. Then, too dramatic. <laughs> And then she presented her with the other rock that meant something to her. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I thought she was finna run again. She run she's a track star. Right. I like, I really did. So I'm, I'm happy that she ended up proposing. Okay. And then in the reunion, they ended up being the only, only couple that was actually still together. Yeah. So I was, I was surprised by that. I think that's because Sam, right? Yes. I think that's because Sam is very emotionally mature and mm-hmm. very open and understanding and took the time to understand what um, Aussie needed. And so since she did that, she even said she was able to like adapt to her and then vice versa. So that's just I well, feel like that's just general care and knowing your mate. I feel like she learned that through the process because she had to deal with Tiff as. Oh. Facts. So nobody has to deal with anything worse than dealing with Tiff than dealing with Mal, uh, Mildred. Facts. So we <laughs> are Mildred. Oh, she is a piece of Boy, work. Throwing stuff at Tiff. Yes. So there is some like domestic violence. Wow. Situation that occurred between them. Yeah. And I also heard about this through social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. But 
I hurried up and, you know, clicked out of that so that when I got to the episode, I'm like, okay, I got to see, you know, what actually happened. And my initial thought was that Tiff was the one that was being combative. Mm -hmm. In reality, it was the other way around. It was Mildred that was arrested. Yeah. And you know what? My bad, Tiff. I totally threw that on you like, yeah, I can see that. And then in the end, I was like, damn. It was Mildred. It was Mildred all along. Mm. But mm. I'm also not surprised mm. by that. No, not at all. She's a she's a she's a firecracker. Yeah, she's a she firecracker is, for sure. I don't know who who can be with her, but Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> no shade, y'all. No but shade. I mean, but it just seems like that. And it could be that they just are scripting it that way because, you know, this stuff is cut up, shuffled around and then put out. Chopped and screwed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That wasn't the ending that I was expecting for them to. Like, I expected them to break up, but yeah. I didn't expect there to be any domestic violence. Yeah. Tiff was like over it. She was like, I'm out. Yeah. She, done. Left, the, she left the set. Yeah. She was done. She got to, you got to protect your peace, queen. Absolutely. For sure. And king. Uh, Can they put in out the a- in between? <laughs> can they? <laughs> I like that. I want them to put out um a male version now. How do you think that would go over? Oh, drama. <laughs> oh, that's going to be like, what is the um, baddies? But like, the oh, yeah, version? the Melbourne. Like, what is it called? We were watching it for a second on Zeus. Um, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, drama. Orlando no Brown was on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was about to say, hide your kids, hide your wife, but that ain't it. No, that's uh, to do with the. I- where the money reside. Where, where, where the, the money, money reside. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, he was on there. And Loki, I like that show a little bit though. I'm a little, it's like a, I'm a little it's ashamed to say so. It's too ghetto. It's very ratchet TV. It is extremely ratchet, but I do want them to have a male version of um, Ultimatum, Queer Love. They have to, they have to, they got to. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that. I would definitely check it out. I'm a reality yes. TV show queen. Yes. So I would definitely take a look and give it a chance. Um, But I feel like it's going to be even more drama than the women now i can say i can say this i got into it way more with queer ultimatum than the first the very first one that they put out i could not keep up with that yes me either i could not get into that one i wasn't with it but they they put that queer on there and i was like yes and it wasn't because they were queer it's because the storylines and the drama and everything was just ah where's the next episode (laughs) i was mad when you wanted to go to sleep and we couldn't watch like i was like no i want to like that's the kind of stuff like i like to binge Mm -mm, and i wasn't able to (laughs) sleep over reality tv oh my god Mm -mm, no thanks i'll take my sleep first please thank you okay well yeah yeah, i'll be open to watching a male version of queer love ultimatum let's see if netflix picks it up netflix do your job do your thing Mm mm-hmm do your thing do your thing do your thing switch okay literally and figuratively okay. all right <laughs> moving on <laughs> so the quote of today is not actually a quote it is a definition it is a definition and the definition is about gender roles now webster's definite no i'm not i'm kidding <laughs> that's not where i'm going <laughs> <laughs> But we did get it off of Google. Okay. So what are gender roles? Gender roles in society means how we're expected to act, speak, dress, groom, and conduct ourselves based upon our assigned sex. 
Hmm. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? It means that society is trying to keep you in a box. Period. A box, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Um, Yeah. Uh, To me, it means if we're thinking like literally it's like if you're a man, like you do man stuff. But that is in a box, right? Mm Because there are some men out there that are very feminine and they're still straight. I can say this, that even though it's society putting you in a box, when I am in a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. I love gender roles. <laughs> I know, I, okay, Trying I, to get out of work, bro. I am a princess. I am a queen. <laughs> yes, yes. Right? So yes. I want to be treated as such. Okay. You know, I want to be taken care of. I want all of the things. Okay. And when gender is in play. Okay. I expect you to do all the things that a man is supposed to do. Which is? Everything from taking out the trash to washing my car to going to get me some gas, (laughs) you know? Okay. To barbecuing. I feel like most times that's a, you know, a male thing to do. That's a male thing. Okay. Okay. And you know how the women just do the sides and shit. (laughs) And season the meat. Yeah, and season the meat, right? Okay. So when it comes to heterosexual relationships, that's what I'm used to. That's what I've been grown up to want and expect in a relationship. So is this something that was, I don't want to say pushed on you, but like spoken to you like, for example, you know, you like if your mom or your dad or whomever said, if you're with a dude, make sure he take out the trash. Make sure he know how to change his tire, like all of the things. I don't think it was what I was told, but okay. it was what I was shown. Right. And even though I took pride in knowing I knew how to change a tire, I learned that in, in driver's ed class. And I was really excited about that. And I was excited to tell everybody about it too. Like my mom and my dad, like I know how to change a tire. Like if I got stuck on the side of the road, I would be able to change a tire, but am I going to do it? No. (laughs) Like, (laughs) why would I do it? Why would I do it when a man can? Or when you just call AAA and you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Period. Which is usually a male. (laughs) That's true. So, you know, yeah. In my situation, um, so I've always been like, masculine like from jump basically because mm-hmm. my mom would be like take your hands out of your pockets close your legs don't sit like that you got a dress on i'm like mom why first i'm of all, a lady exactly <laughs> why are you putting me in a dress first of all i fought her tooth and nail every time i had to wear a dress mm-hmm. every time i had to wear a dress i fought her tooth and nail so even though I saw those things, like my dad would check the oil, my dad would change the tire, he would cut the grass, things like that. I was always trying to do that stuff. There was no, it wasn't really a gender role thing for me. It was because like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that. I was not trying to be in the kitchen cooking or learning how to cook, even though I did like by osmosis somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was trying to help dad put up the the antenna or like, lay carpet or pull carpet up or nail this or nail that or mount this or mount that. Like those were the things I wanted to do. And I think my mom was really disappointed in that. So it was kind of like just in my nature. It Mm -hmm. wasn't that I was pushed one way or the other. It was just what I was interested in. So look how that worked out for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess it kind of did work out for you. (laughs) So I think in that respect, yeah, gender roles are to me fluid and dependent a lot on just how you feel. Like sometimes I think it's about what you see or what your parents tell you. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, I feel like it's about how you feel. Yeah, I could agree with that because I feel like a princess. I feel <laughs> like a queen. So I feel like you ain't changing no tires. Um, I shouldn't have to. <laughs> I feel like I should cook for you. Right. I feel yeah. that sometimes I'll do the dishes. I feel and I enjoy this, actually. But you always get to it before I do. I like washing clothes. I like separating and washing. Now, if you ask me to fold, that shit is going to sit there. <laughs> but I enjoy the act of washing. Yeah. Yeah. That's typically a female role. Yes, I know. Okay. Did your dad have any like typical female um, acts or? So I had two men in my life that I grew up with. Okay. Right? I grew up with my um, stepdad in the home for many years and I would go and visit my biological father every other weekend up until I was 18. Mm. And like when my parents first divorced, he was doing obviously all of those roles himself mm-hmm. because he was a single man. Right. Um, and then when he got with my stepmom at the time, she played her role as the wife of the house mm-hmm. and those gender norms and roles stuck. So I saw it in two homes. Mm. Um, When it came to my mom and my stepdad, the house that I was living in primarily, it was pretty much the same thing. Um, There were times where, you know how like they say men are supposed to be the breadwinners or whatever. That wasn't always the case. Mm. My mom has had her job for now 30 years. Okay. And my stepdad was more into trade Mm. kind of work. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times his career wasn't as steady. So sometimes my mom was the breadwinner and she would make a lot of the decisions in the house. And we could kind of see that sometimes. Mm. Now, hold on. She knew that maybe your dad wasn't working or wasn't making as much as her. And she was just like, all right, well, since he ain't making the money, I'm getting ready to do X, Y, Z. So my mom was a single woman after she divorced from my father for many years Mm -hmm. and for her it was survival mode because even before my father she um, was a single mother of one and so she always got it done no matter what right and I guess like when those times would happen in our household she would fall back into that space and make sure it got done okay and make sure that we were taken care of right because that's what she was used to doing right when it came to my stepfather doing some of those feminine roles like he would try to cook but the man couldn't boil water there was one time he made some soup and he fell asleep and the soup burned on the stove (laughs) you burn soup why you burn soup (laughs) it was ridiculous we came in the house and it was smoking Smoking. i'm like (laughs) dude and like when it came to barbecuing he would it was not great. The meat was dry. Like, oh, no. yeah, you, like our barbecue at home was like doused in barbecue sauce. <laughs> to it hide had, the fact that it, it was had dry. to be. It had to be. How are you cooking a well done burger on the grill? Like burgers shouldn't be well done. I don't care what nobody said. Burgers do not need to be well done at all. And that's what it was. And I wouldn't dare ask him to put a steak on because that shit was going to be 
a hamburger oh, Lord. by the time it was done. <laughs> oh, Lord. You feel me? So, like, he tried at those roles. Like, I, he was actually, he's the only boy of Oh, so he should family. be a whiz, but... He's probably not because he was like he didn't have to do that exactly stuff. old school like all right you go take this trash out you go do right, this right you don't need to be in the kitchen with all these girls like when he was single I'm sure as an adult before he got married he was eating to survive yeah not surviving to eat like he wasn't <laughs> trying to make sure like the food was good he was just making sure you know he got nutrients in his body. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So this is, this is a question for both, uh, hetero relationships and same sex relationships. Should gender roles be assumed or discussed prior before entering like a relationship? Okay. Like when you're dating, you kind of talk about it, but do you have that concrete discussion and like that you put the stamp on and like, okay, this is what it is. There are some things I'm just not going to (laughs) do. For example, trash. I'm not taking out trash. I'm not doing <laughs> yes, that. Yes, I know this all too well. Yes. It'll, and not, we had that conversation far before we got serious. Exactly. Yeah. And when it comes to same sex relationship, our relationship, yeah, I feel like it should be discussed at the beginning because right. we don't know what's expected of each other. We don't know what was expected of each other in other relationships that we were in. Right. And having those kind of discussions like prepares you for what you're about to deal with. And it gives you a chance or each party to decide whether that this is something that they want to move forward with. Like what mm-hmm. if you were somebody who was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to be with somebody who just literally won't take out the trash, like not even touch it. <laughs> like that wouldn't work out for me. Right. Now disclaimer, I, I am going to say that sometimes I do take out the trash yes, if I need do. to. Absolutely. You do. And what helps me is the fact that the trash is the trash shoot is on my floor, literally yeah. 20 <laughs> steps away. So that is one huge factor that helps with, you know, that chore. Yeah. But typically I do not take out the trash. So my whole thing with the trash was, and I said, I don't mind taking it out the trash. However, I didn't like taking it out of the bin. I don't even think I told you, <laughs> you that. You did not tell me that. I just don't even want to take it out of the bin. So if you take it out of the bin, I'll take it to the trash. Is that like a sign done. for you? Like, all right, you need this needs to go now. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. I mean, yes, but I don't know what it is. I just don't like taking it out of the bin. I just be like, man, I don't feel like taking this out of the bin. This makes sense because you had trash <laughs> sitting You don't even have to say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I had trash or we both had trash. We both did, but Thank I you. let it sit there because I'm like, you see it, you see it piling up. Like, why won't you? Because and, I but now I get it. Now <laughs> I know. See, I'm learning stuff about her every day. Like I did not know that you, it was physically taking it out yeah, the trash can for you. Yeah, that, I'm doing it every time now. Um, if that'll get you to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Except for the time you left it out, right? Oh. The trash out the can. And the dogs got to it. Oh, my bad. Why you got to be airing out all this extra stuff? We Are we? This is candid conversations. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Okay. We're going to be real. We're going to be real on this okay, month. Yeah, We're yeah, going to be we, real we, on this okay, month. We real. We real. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> But yeah, like, so there's that. But like to go back to your question with heterosexual relationships, I feel like it still needs to be discussed. Like, yeah. I want to know if you expect me to be cooking for you every single night. That's not happening. I mean, in, in real life, like who has the time for that? If my I'm working, did. was your mom working? Yeah. 
Oh no, nah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's old school. That's old school, baby. Cause I can't do it. She Not came, every night. My mom came. Well, hey, first of all, my mom is seventy five. I think I said this before. She's from Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they were very strict on gender roles, mm-hmm. just as part of old school Southern culture. Right. And so when she got home every day. If we didn't have leftovers, she was cooking and that was seven days a week. I probably can count on one hand how many times I've seen my dad like cook something for himself. Mm. Yeah, no, um, I won't be cooking every night. And I, don't <laughs> even do that. I don't even do that with us. Now, that's no, not don't. to say that I don't want to because I would love to. Yeah. But I'd be tired. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you come out, you run out of ideas to like cook or sometimes you forget to take the meat out to unthaw or you have to run to the store after you done got in the house, who wants to leave back out? Like, that's the reason why we don't cook every night. But would I like to? Absolutely. I would love to cater to you in that way. But I don't get to. <laughs> and I don't think I ever will unless I become a stay-at-home wife. Oh, we working on that. Don't worry Absolutely. about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay, so here's another question. So um, you think those should be discussed? And I also think that they're fluid. Um, But my question is, so how can women that are married or in relationships with men, right, get those men to assume more of the roles that are typically women? I don't know. How do you how would you navigate that? How would you try and help somebody out and give them advice on that? Honey. Lift up this basket for me and take it to the laundry room <laughs> and put the clothes in the in the thing that's a circle. And then you see that's that liquid stuff. Can you pour that? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> my mama told me a couple months ago that I need to start walking in my feminine energy. And what I take from that is that like that scenario. Like you gotta act like you can't do it. A man wants to feel wanted from what I've learned. Right. Okay. And if you wanted or needed, I'm sorry, a man wants to feel needed. Okay. And apparently that works. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say for sure because I'm not that type of woman. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm the type of woman, like how my mom is yeah. like, get it done. Right. For the most part. Right. right. Except for trash. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've always been able to figure things out as well. And so sometimes I won't ask a man for help. Mm. But okay. So put yourself in, in like a woman's shoes that has been married for 10 or 15 years, has 2.5 kids and is tired. I got a half a kid. Dogs. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. No problem. Um, I mean, like how would you get a husband that's used to not doing the laundry a husband that's used to not feeding the kids or not helping with homework or all the things, how do you convince them to switch okay, to, to so start helping? How, so I'm going to, are y'all already together or y'all just now getting together? No, been together for 10 or 15 oh, I years. I got it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Oh man, y'all stuck. Dang. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. How do, how do you, do? that's a question that I want to know. I mean, I would. Yeah, I want to know. What do you think? I know you don't have any experience in this field or area. My suggestion is resetting expectations. Okay. Yes. That's what I was going to say when I asked, like, are they together or are they just now getting together? Because my answer would be 
state your expectations. Like the, these are the things I expect. Right. But that's at the beginning. Like what I know, are you doing you're, 10 years in? I know, but you're saying the same thing is like reset those expectations. I would, at the beginning, I would say set those expectations. That's why mm-hmm. I asked how mm-hmm. long there are they together or not. The reason is, is because people change. Facts. Needs change. Wants change. Right. And in a relationship, things change, right? Your view of your partner kind of changes. Yeah. And like I said, like I'm, I'm a princess, I'm a queen. <laughs> and if we're together for many years and a lot of those years, I've been putting in work and everything like that. And now I come to you like, baby, look, I'm, I've done a lot over the years mm. and now I just want to, I want to relax. I want to, I want to take more of a backseat to how we go about handling different tasks. Right. And I want to know how you feel about that. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm still your partner, but at the same time, these are the new things that I need and want. Mm. I like that. And I don't know if it'll work, and but it's definitely not the trash <laughs> <laughs> and cook. <laughs> no, I, I'm just, I, I like that. And I don't know if it'll work, but it definitely will spark a conversation. If I just sit down and be like, I can't do this anymore. I need help. These are the things I need help with. Mm-hmm. And hopefully your partner who is male loves you and respects you enough to be like, okay, let's figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out who's going to do X, Y, Z on what days. Maybe it's a day where you just don't do anything and I do everything. And I mean, yeah, I was watching something on Facebook and this lady said a relationship is not 50, 50. You don't have 50 to give some days. Some days you might only have 20 to give. And mm-hmm. so she said, plead it, deplete it when you get home from work. I so she, boss. <laughs> right. So she was like, okay, now I know I got to give 80 because my husband is over here and has nothing to give. And then she said, sometimes it's vice versa. He'll come home and be like, okay, I got 60%. So now picking up the slack. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a, I feel like what you said um, in terms of resetting expectations and really sitting down and talking about it is a good thing. And I feel like having that, how much do you have to give today conversation to sets expectations in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So that, you know, your significant other knows like, hey, it's going to be a rough evening or hey, I got you. I, I got it to give. Do you think we have set gender roles? When it comes to the trash. <laughs> Besides the damn oh. trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know if we, I mean, when it comes to cooking, because I like cooking, yeah. I, I typically always cook, except for today. Like you actually made me some wings. I was like, oh, you, you go cook for me. Well, you know, okay. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I, sometimes I take on that, that role because I'm scared for people to cook for me. I don't trust everybody food <laughs> and I can, I can be picky in that way. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they know, <laughs> but other roles, like I said, sometimes you will, do the laundry. You beat me to the laundry. Yeah. Um, you'll load the dishwasher and start it. When it comes to cleaning, I know how a bit of a mess I can be. So I try to stay on top of things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you are as particular as I am when it comes to that stuff. So then I tend to take on more of the lead when it comes to cleaning 
certain things like mm-hmm. the bathroom mm-hmm. or or the kitchen or the living room and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, also, I, I'm sorry. Let me say this, too. We spend the majority of our time at this location. Yeah. And this is my location first before it became ours. Right. And so I feel like that's another reason why here I take more of the lead on those things. When we're at your place, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, that's true. However, you better get used to being at the other location. Well, take me home then. (laughs) We could go to to the other location. We could go home whenever you want to go home. We're supposed to be going home next week. At at any rate, they're not worried about all that. Um, So I feel like people think that the more more masculine individual in the same sex or a woman, um, woman and woman relationship should take on like more masculine roles, Mm -hmm. like fixing things and taking out the trash or I don't know, taking care of car stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I take care of like a lot of that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I'm trying to fulfill a masculine role. It's just because I genuinely want to help. And I genuinely want to like make things easier for you if I can, since you're working like every day and I kind of can pick and choose when I work. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, it's not that I, I have to, I have to be the more masculine person. Nah. I mean, even though I present that way, like my personality is really not super masculine. It's not at all. <laughs> it's not. So, I mean, I, she's a lie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so it's just my genuine want to like make you happy is like taking on those things that I know you probably either don't want to do aren't used to doing or just don't expect like you may expect me to do Mm -hmm. or I'm just too tired or you're just too tired yeah exactly like you looking now I'm fine okay (laughs) I gotta check her y'all she be trying to get on this mic and be half sleep that is a lie (laughs) Y'all see the footage. <laughs> Try to put me out there like that. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's um. I don't know. That's that's gender roles. I'd be interested in hearing what what you guys think about gender roles from hetero couples and same sex couples. Like, how do you negotiate them? How do you set expectations about them? So, and then reset. If anybody that's out there that has had experience with resetting those expectations, share the love. Absolutely. I don't know. Email us or catch us on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Get in touch. We, We were trying to hear that. We definitely wouldn't mind reading some of those answers on air for our next podcast i think that'd be pretty cool so see if we can get some feedback feedback and participation so speaking of twitter we are on social media on instagram and twitter yep we are not on twitter (laughs) (laughs) we are not on twitter y'all i'm saying yep like we are right speaking of social media we are on tiktok and instagram under together.real.bad yes ma'am that's it and when you go on to listen to our podcast leave a review let us know what you think um good and bad we would love to have you guys' input as we continue this journey Mm -hmm. and we want you guys to be a part of it in that way absolutely we want to hear from people that want to hear from us and vice versa so 
As always, I enjoyed this conversation. This was fun. I, I like, like this it. episode. It's probably one of my favorite episodes so really? far. Yeah. All right. I thought it was you were going to say it was the first one, but okay, this one. I mean, the first one was cool, <laughs> but it was also kind of like nerve wracking because it was our first episode. I so gotcha. it wasn't as easy to sit in front of a mic and talk to you. Now you're like, now this is like cakewalk. Yeah. Four episodes. No, five episodes in cakewalk. Five episodes in cakewalk. Okay. I wonder how, you know, year five will be. And year then year, five. year ten. If we're lucky enough to it's no keep if. doing it for that long. It's all up to us. We will. Period. Period. It's up to y'all too. So with those social media links, share with your your straight friends, your queer friends, everybody. Yeah. Friends, family. Yeah, show us some love. We would definitely appreciate it. And we want to hear from you, so hit us up. Yes. All right. She's stuck That's inside it, my That's it, girl. All right. Until she next time, guys. All right, y'all be good. Peace. Peace. Even though she drives me crazy. I tell everyone that's my baby She's pretty like a 4K sunset Blue-eyed baby from the Midwest Body so bad when she undressed If I was your ex, I'd be upset Little did he know I was up next